This is Wisconsin Water News, a production of the University of Wisconsin Sea Grant Program. I'm your host, Marie Zwickoff. Today's episode is Breaking New Ground to Stop Kenosha Dunes Erosion. The Travel Wisconsin website ranks Kenosha Dunes and its surrounding prairie as number one on a list of seven scenic natural wonders in Kenosha County. Unfortunately, these sand dunes, located between Milwaukee and Chicago, are eroding at an alarming rate due to high water levels in Lake Michigan. The dunes protect an ecosystem that is home to more than 26 rare, threatened, or endangered plants and more than 75 bird species. People enjoy hiking and biking in the area to view the lake and the natural features. The landowners, which are the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources and WE Energies, added large rocks to the shoreline about four decades ago to control erosion. But boulders are no match for the onslaught of rising water levels and large waves created by heavy storms since 2014. No doubt erosion has been occurring on the lakeshore since the dunes were formed more than 13,000 years ago when the lake receded, but at the rate it's occurring now, which is an average of 25 feet per year, the water could reach the Chewaukee Prairie Scientific Natural Area soon if nothing is done. The record high lake levels predicted for this summer add even more urgency to the issue. Now, a team led by Wisconsin Sea Grant researcher Chen Wu is looking at a new solution to the old problem of erosion. The DNR asked Wu, a professor of civil and environmental engineering at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, to assess the dune erosion in 2016. Wu told me that from 2016 to 2018, the area eroded 80 feet and that the eroded area just kept extending. The question became whether to repeat the rock revetment that was done 40 years ago, or should the team start with a new design? Wu said previous studies have shown that building a revetment could erode neighboring properties, so adding more rocks to the shore was out as a solution. Instead, the team is looking at constructing multiple submerged sills offshore to break the wave energy and combining that with vegetation to create a living shoreline that limits erosion. Adam Beckley, Wisconsin Sea Grant Coastal Engineering Outreach Specialist, describes what these sills would entail. These would be a series of basically parallel series of submerged rock structures that wouldn't necessarily block the waves, but they trip the waves as they come in. And so as the waves go over these submerged breakwaters, they break and lose their energy or reduce their energy. And so that would be one way to not have a large emergent breakwater, but still offer some protection. Now, again, we still have that issue of water levels, so the idea was that we're kind of exploring now on this team is how can you have maybe different layers as you go into the coast, thinking of two or three layers of these submerged fields at different elevations so that they can provide function at the different water levels we might see and be a little less visually apparent than than a normal submergent breakwater. If the project comes to fruition, Beckley said it would be the first of its kind in the region. The real innovative concept is this submerged sill approach where we're trying to break the waves and reduce the wave energy at the shore with the challenge in mind that we have water, we have to deal with different water level variabilities. Having multiple layers in this submerged sill at different elevations is really sort of something that we've not been aware of elsewhere in the Great Lakes and think that it could really be 
a good solution to marry with this sort of natural nature-based shoreline, living shoreline, and do a project that protects this valuable ecosystem, but also provides some ecosystem benefits with habitats, things like that. So incorporating the fish habitat and understanding that is really another important and innovative aspect and really allow it to have multiple benefits across the spectrum. Yes, as if providing innovative erosion control weren't enough, the sills will be designed with fish in mind. Titus Silheimer, Wisconsin Sea Grant Fisheries Outreach Specialist, is part of the project subcommittee that's addressing fish habitat. You know, the idea is that it would be a model for other places in the Great Lakes because, you know, structures are needed to protect different shorelines, but, you know, how can we add in some some features to make them more friendly or at least create some new habitat for fish? Silheimer described the lake bed off Kenosha Dunes as fairly flat and open. Adding a reef-like structure could attract fish. Potentially also we might be seeing some sport fish. Things like brown trout might actually come into these reefs because of the, the gobies, which and the alewife, because you know they're sort of keying in a little more on brown gobies than other fish species are. So you know that could potentially even be a of interest to anglers. Probably some some fish species, rock bass, maybe smallmouth and largemouth bass, and then even yellow perch, which. We have a pretty long-term story of decline of yellow perch, but maybe those few that are around, especially the young perch, might move into those habitats. The team also hopes to create an online GIS database filled with the information gathered during the project so that others could do similar work around the Great Lakes in the future. With funding from the Natural Resources Foundation of Wisconsin and the Fund for Lake Michigan, the project is in the design and analysis phase. The outcome will be construction-ready plans. Of course, because of the continuing erosion, timing is crucial. Beckley describes the process. Our team is focused on trying to get design done by the end of next year. Part of the challenge is you know, having a design is only halfway there. It has to be implemented. So trying to figure out where funds for something like this could be to be found to implement it. So that's sort of something that the team is working on actively and ongoing. So if, if that's all ready by the time the final designs go, hopefully things can move quickly. Beckley stresses that they are looking for a long-term solution that won't need reconstruction in 40 years. It's one of those things where we definitely want to make sure that we're doing it right and doing a good good design and good project for the long haul here and you know, having a good nature-based solution for the state natural area is kind of the tack that, that has been chosen so that it's a good protection and restoration for the Kenosha Dunes area and habitat. The list of team partners is extensive. It includes the Wisconsin DNR, Wisconsin Sea Grant, University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee School of Freshwater Sciences, the University of Wisconsin-Madison Civil and Environmental Engineering Coastal Sustainability Lab, the Wisconsin Coastal Management Program, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, Southeastern Wisconsin Regional Planning Commission, Red Barn Design and Engineering Firm, Geo Professional Consultants, LLC, and the Nature Conservancy. 
That's it for this episode of Wisconsin Water News, just one of the ways that Wisconsin Sea Grant promotes the sustainable use of Great Lakes resources through research, education, and outreach. Thank you to Chin Wu, Adam Beckley, and Titus Silheimer. And thank you for listening.